All right, everybody. Hello, and welcome to the Pastrami Nation podcast. My name is Nolan Smith, and joining me today, of course, we have fellow Pastrami Nation co-founder Jason Smith. Hi, everybody. We have Pastrami Nation's entertainment editor, Kevin Hoskinson. Hey, everyone. We have one of our longtime reporters and reviewers, Daniel Schwartz. Hey, everyone. Good to be here. And we have a special guest today that will be kicking off uh, our show today. And uh, Go ahead and introduce yourself, sir. Hi. My name is Walter G. Esselman. I am a writer. Just had a new book come out on Amazon. So pleasure to visit with you. Thank you. Right. Right. That's going to be the first thing we're talking about today. But first, we are going to talk about who won from the previous podcast. As I announced that the, the previous one, we were going to say the winners today on the show. And we actually had two because we had a Ooh. podcast and then we had a special interview where we kind of like geeked out and went crazy about action figures, which was pretty great. So let me pull up those winners for you. So from our March 3rd podcast. Sean Miller has won a Pastrami Nation combo meal, courtesy of Apollo Burger here on Victorville. Congratulations. Congratulations, Sean. Congrats. Uh, and then from our podcast interview where we talk toys with Christian, we gave away a few cool things. So we have the DC Multiverse McFarlane Bronze Joker Chase action figure going to Heather Rosales. Congrats, Ooh, Nice. Heather. Congrats. We have the Micro Battle Cat, world's smallest battle cat, Ooh. going to a <laughs> longtime fan and supporter of Pastrami Nation, Sean Tracy. Congrats. Congrats, Sean. Good job. And we have the Pastrami Nation combo going to another uh, longtime fan of Pastrami Nation, and that would be Mr. Josh Contos. So, Congrats, those, Mr. Contos. Those are our winners. For the podcast, if you want to win, all you have to do is leave a comment. Leave a comment like Rebecca has, like David Skywalker has, and like Anthony Blanco has. Hello, everybody. Um, and just leave a comment, and on the next podcast, we will announce the winners. So that's all you have to do. Just join in the conversation. We want to talk to you. So whether you're on Facebook, whether you're on YouTube, whether you're on Twitter or Periscope, whatever they're calling it right now, leave a comment. <laughs> All right, so let's go ahead and jump into our very, very first topic. All right, let me pull that up right now. We do have somebody, and I'm excited for this guest because he actually is the winner of the 2020 Open Contract Challenge for his novel Super Horror Max. Um, And we are excited to talk to him about the contest, his book. So, again, Walter G. Esselman, welcome. Welcome, sir. Thank you, Walter. It is such a pleasure to be here. <laughs> I'm, oh, I'm really, we're happy to I'm really have you. Thank you guys yeah. for having me into the, into the studio. So, oh, absolutely. Even studio. <laughs> right? Yeah, I mean, I, I, we always say it. Thanks to COVID, you know, we learned Zoom and all these mm-hmm. virtual meetings, and <laughs> that's one good thing to come out of it. Uh, so, hey, let's there, go there's ahead always and, a silver lining. <laughs> there there yes. always is. And that's, that's yeah. it. That's absolutely it. But first... Can you tell me a little bit about yourself, sir? So I've been writing for a really long time, pretty much since 91, but I've only really gotten into, you know, uh, pushing myself to actually getting stuff out there in the last five, maybe six years now. And okay. uh, so I've been a regular contributor to a World of Myth magazine, and I decided to 
get into their contest. Actually, this is the second year I had been in there. Uh, I, I won uh, third place the first year. So oh, nice. humorously nice. enough, this is the exact same book. So <laughs> very nice. <laughs> so sometimes tenacity does pay off. So exactly. life lessons right there. Right, life lessons to know. So, um, so first, tell me about tell me about the book, Super Horror Max. Fleeing a, a zombie outbreak, the substitute teacher is driving a school bus full of kids into this old abandoned jail, and it's kind of haunted. So, you know, it's one of those things. But luckily for the kids, the substitute teacher isn't actually a teacher. He's an undercover agent for a secret organization who's, this isn't even his main job. This is, this is just like a side, he's doing a favor for the big guy, the big boss, you know, go in for the day, you know, check some stuff out, easy peasy. No, he gets stuck in a jail, but they should have been safe. So, and it's, uh, it kind of escalates from there uh, first trying to get everyone into the jail from the zombies, uh, the slow shambling type. So bless their hearts. <laughs> That's kind. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, if you have, especially if you're, in, it's, it's really happening. Best kind. So <laughs> you can kind of, and you mentioned it was stuff. a haunted jail. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, um, this came from an episode of ghost adventures. Um, early in, uh, in the first season, South, uh, Moundsville Penitentiary episode, uh, yeah. there was a real quick, uh, the Zach Megan's uh, was, yeah, they're going to check out this really old haunted jail, looks scary as heck. Um, but they go across the street and there's these little cookie cutter houses. And I was like, what if you had to run into the first place that was safe, which was that jail? which is possibly haunted, you know? I mean... Well, like, ghosts oh won't gosh. eat you, right? <laughs> That's true. Uh, pardon? <laughs> a ghost won't eat you, though, right? The zombies uh, will. I'll take my chance. Oh, no, there's some... <laughs> That's a maybe, yeah. The zombies, yeah. ghosts, monsters, unspeakable oh, evil. Nice. So, That's yeah, awesome. it, we, the, it keeps getting a little worse. So, and uh, for uh, the, our hero is Agent Lovecraft, and he's trying to uh, save as many people as he can during this day. And uh, he's helped by this young kid, a uh, 15-year-old kid who had, this is actually his second outbreak. Um, oh. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, and the uh, titular match, Max. So, and they kind of form this kind of, they go from being kind of uneasy allies to almost this paternal uh, sort of relationship and uh, just trying to support each other. So it was kind of interesting. It kind of, it wasn't what I planned when I started writing it, but that's where the, the narrative kind of took me. And this is the most important thing. And, you know. That's awesome. So yeah, it's, yeah. You know, and uh, so, yeah, it was uh, actually I wrote it a couple years ago, but I had been polishing it ever since and thought, eh, I have this one ready. I'll send it in and 
uh, worked out really good. They, um, yeah. I, I won it back in, uh, I found out back in October and I've been preparing ever since to, to get it out. I have a website, I created, I built a website and everything. So on Squarespace, which was oh, an congrats on that. thing. That's really awesome. So yeah, Squarespace is actually pretty cool. So I, yeah. I had, a, so. Uh, so that's but, great. Now, yeah, um, how does this, so tell us a little bit, for those who don't know, you said you've been doing work and you've been writing for uh, World of Myth. Um, so can you tell us a little bit about World of Myth and then what made you try again with this story into that open contract challenge? Well, World of Myth uh, is an online magazine uh, that uh, they, they do a lot of different, they have a lot of different, they'll take a lot of different genres and I write in several different genres. So, you know, so it, it's really cool because you can, you can send in stuff that's more humorous, more horror, more action adventure, you know. And uh, I kind of found my accent. Uh, David came, uh, Montoya, who is the, the big grand poobah of World of Myth, wrote out to me and he said, dude, we need, we're, we're starting the magazine up again, as I recall. Uh, that was his reasoning, and, and then he's like, "I need, I need submissions." I'm like, "Well, I have tons of short stories that I had written but had never sent out." So I was like, "Yeah, sure, I'll send one in." And he was totally geeked. He was like, "Oh, it's so great to have you back." And I'm like, "Did I submit to them in the past? I can't remember." And then it turned out it was actually another Walter. So, <laughs> but. We became buddies, and uh, so I kept doing that. And then uh, the first one came out. Uh, the first uh, open contract challenge came out, <clears throat> and I was like, "I should. I, I have this book, Super Horror Max, which I had had ready. I sent it out, and it was really cool because uh, I got third place the first year in 2019. And David mm -hmm. called me himself and said, "Listen, don't, don't, don't lose heart." You know, the um, you know you never know when. Uh, uh, just because you get third place doesn't mean that you're. This is this is it. And uh, so um, the next year, uh, to be honest, the book I was I had been editing wasn't done yet. The other book, so I decided to uh, resubmit Super Horror Max. So it's a fairly mundane sort of reason. It was the only one I had. So it was meant to be though. I, yeah. 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 I, I can't, I, I was flabbergasted. I was like, really? I, <laughs> I had, I was in, I was working and Dave's like, dude, I, we need to talk now. And I got on with my, my boss. I told her, I'm like, dude, I, I gotta go and take a break. So <laughs> that's awesome. Put on a that's timer for 15 minutes. To <laughs> <laughs> Tried right. to try to thread that needle. <laughs> right. Well, no, that's fantastic. Now you did say you built a website. Can you can you plug the website? Yes. Let us know where people can go to find more information about you and your your work. Yes, it's at waltergesselman.com, and uh, actually you'll drop right onto the landing page, which I think has a picture of HP uh, Lovecraft on there because, you know. Uh, it's HP Lovecraft. Yeah. 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 
so and that's easy enough to find waltergeesselman.com so um yeah. i do encourage everybody head over there check out his work check out his yes. book um i do want to say uh, once again congratulations walter for winning yeah. that that is so fantastic um it's a great great story of perseverance because like you said you tried it first you know you landed third but you kept going and you kept you know you, you kept trying and now you're there so um congratulations again sir yeah well, very thank you very much and and, and yeah, if you go to um, my site, if you go to the writer's resume section, uh, almost all the stories there have live links to them. So Very cool. uh, only dart.ca is, uh, is for pay. Pretty much everything else is, should be free and works. They'll write me if it doesn't work, because I want to know. <laughs> so I can... <laughs> yeah, definitely. It's important. Somebody put your website in the comments uh, already. But... Thank you, Sean Tracy. So he already put your... The high, your URL right there. So if you're on Facebook, head over to this video and Thank you will you, see the link. Yeah, yeah, that's super cool. We have great, great people who <laughs> watch this. It's so cool. We do, definitely. Yeah. Um, well, and, again, uh, you can check you. out Super yeah. Hornax on Amazon. Oh, well, there you go. And everybody has Amazon. Oh, yeah. You yeah. don't have Amazon? You can get it in... Come on. Yeah. Yeah, I can tell I you that... I'll definitely be going there right after this because that book sounds right up my alley. I'm excited to read it and I'll I hope everyone else time. does too. Like <laughs> it sounds amazing and I, I love, uh, I'm into paranormal supernatural stuff and I cannot wait to read it. So I'll definitely be checking it out. Oh, yeah. Me, me too. There, there's a, it's, it's, a, it's a lot more. So, nice. you know, it's, uh, but um, yeah, it's uh, it was a great it was a great this is a great opportunity you know to get my stories out there and I actually have another book coming out uh, around well September seventh is the date right now uh, Liberty's cool. so yeah so it the other nice. book that has zombies in it all the rest don't have zombies so. <laughs> you, nice. you can have, you can never have too many zombies it's cool you can never have too much zombies I I love zombies you know zombies they're, are they're great. some of my favorite people. Yeah, same here. <laughs> Great. Well, we look forward to that as well. And please keep us updated when, um, as we grow closer to when your next book comes out. And definitely let's let's talk about that some more as well, and let people know when it's about ready to go. So, um, again, I, Walter, thank you. Yes. Yes. Thank absolutely. you, sir. Thank, thank you, you very much. It was a pleasure speaking with all of you, and uh, have a wonderful day. Oh, you too. Take care. Thank you. Thank you. Good luck. Thanks. Yeah. Thank you so, so much. much. Bye. Bye. All right. Well, thank you to well, Walter G. Esselman for yeah, that was being awesome. on our show. Uh, yeah, that was, that was fantastic. Um, and make sure you definitely go from the go check out his website. It's in the link, WalterGEsselman.com. Um, Kevin, sounds like somebody you might want to talk to about like the paranormal pastrami kind yeah, of stuff. Yeah, that's so. exactly what I was thinking. Mm -hmm. Yeah, make that I, I knew you were going there. Yeah. Um, well, <laughs> let's keep it going. We do have some great comments going on, so make sure you join in the conversation. Um, that's how you can win a Pastrami Nation combo, courtesy of Apollo Burger. So thank you to Apollo Burger, as always. Yes. Um, oh, yeah, absolutely. And let's go ahead and let's jump to the next topic. I'm going to jump to the biggest one I can think of because it comes out tomorrow, and it's Justice League. Yeah. Yes. If, if now they're calling it Zack Snyder's Justice League. We all know it is the Snyder cut. Um, has everybody seen the the latest trailer? Yes. Yes. Woo. 
Fuck. Yeah, man. Dark side. Dark side. Dark side. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I'm not. I'm optic, optimistically or cautiously optimistic about it. I don't mean to bring it down, but I am excited about it. I want to see what's going to happen. And it's DC. I mean, it could go either way. We'll see. Right. Oh, Sean Tracy says exactly what I was about to say. Early reviews are extremely positive as of right now. Oh, they are. They're really good. So I'm excited for it, though. I mean, I just got to find a four-hour chunk of time to watch it. <laughs> but the, you know, I like that it's that it's cut up into chapters, so that might make it easier to. Uh, no, you have, you have to binge it. You have to. Binge uh, it. I, the, 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 yeah, I can't binge it. I got to wait for my son to come back because he's already four hours. Four hours. Midnight. <laughs> Starting at midnight. Midnight to oh, four a.m. Kevin, we expect to see you at four a.m. to tell us exactly how it is. <laughs> I expect your review by tomorrow morning. At 8 a.m. What about you, Daniel? Are you excited for this? Oh, yeah, of course. Uh, seeing all the images, uh, seeing uh, just the scenes, like you see the Flash save Iris, like, you know, in one of the trailers, and it's all kinds of uh, cool new scenes that might make the movie go in a different direction. Mm -hmm. I know, like, and it might actually live up to what we all thought it was going to be. Um, you know, when Snyder first started it, and obviously he had his uh, issue, you know, his uh, tragedy there that took him off the movie, but, right. um, and, you know, obviously when it got, it got weedonized, um, and, but uh, I'm thinking this version um, is, so far it looks like it's what we were hoping for. Yep, I, I agree, and Jason nailed it right off the bat when he said Dark Side, because, um, I mean, when you think about the original Justice League movie, I mean, Stephen Wolf was like the big bad. He has never been the big bad when it comes to, you know, comics. He is like, he is that, you know, bringer of, you know, the Dark Lord from Apocalypse, you know, bringing Dark Side. And I think we, we all saw the movie and we were like, we're not going to show See, I, I didn't I didn't hate that movie. I didn't hate that at all. I thought it was a pretty good movie, but, but you no go and, yeah, you put Dark Side in the mix. And, and uh, he looks really good. Yeah. Like he looks like Dark Side, you know, the that's that's you know, flat face, the the grimacing look, you know, the he's massive. All I mean, I I know I've said it before on different podcasts, like Dark Side's one of my favorite villains. Um, you know, when we were kids they had the what was it, Jason? Was it the superpowers? Superpowers. Super the superpowers and the dark side one was of course my favorite, just looking at it like like it's a scary looking, you know villain and you know of course growing up with comics you start to realize like yeah he's, he's a badass you know he's dark side like shooting his omega beams which we see in the trailer we see those um, zigzag omega beams waiting to hit somebody and disintegrate them so um for me i mean dark side sold it i love that they highlighted the you know there's no kryptonians no green lanterns in the trailer because mm -hmm. that was one of the coolest parts for me of the movie too was they were still talking about things that we didn't see like you know Green Lantern, um, which I don't think we're going to see, you know. Uh, but what do you think is going to be the biggest, you know, thing to come out of this? Because I'm hearing there's there's a massive cliffhanger that most likely will lead to nothing, but it's a big cliffhanger. What do you guys think it is? Ooh. I don't know. I kind of think like we're going to see something with like, oh shit. Maybe, maybe Orion and them and all the new gods. New gods. Like, I think it's gonna. We're gonna see some some hint at that. You know, like I, I'd love it to to be as obvious as like Orion standing there, like just well, like coming down on his harness. 
you know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, full I, on. That's where I was going. I, I'm hoping for like a new gods kind of thing. Um, anybody else have any theories or I, what wishes that they hope would happen? I'm thinking maybe it uh, kind of hints at the uh, Green Lantern series that um, HBO Max mm-hmm. is going to be working on. That would be cool. Yes. Maybe hints at Hal Jordan or Kyle Rayner or somebody like that or John Stewart. Just somebody I was going to say or John Stewart, but not Guy Gardner. But yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> With a <the> stupid vest. <laughs> and his like ball and haircut that fit the time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Kevin, any theories? Anything you hope to see? No, I think uh, I think you guys nailed it with the new gods. I think it's going to be something like that. I mean, that's the only thing it really can be to be, you know, as epic and kind of surprising as Snyder wants it to be. Um, I don't think we're going to get any like Infinity War type thing ending or anything like that. Um, we're going to get like Granny Goodness at the end. What? Right. <laughs> I'd love well, to see you know, Calibre. Say that. And I'd love to see a CG Calabac. I think that'd be awesome. Calabac would be cool. Or um, Mr. Miracle, who is yeah, you know, that would be so cool. linked to Orion and the New Gods and everything. Uh, and Mr. Miracle just had that amazing um, series that came out of you know a couple of years ago that was just, I mean, huge. And the whole you know plot and the whole repeated words during that series was Dark Side is. So it would be really cool to link him together. Um, see what happens, but. I'm so excited. Um, I'm extremely excited for that. Now, there are a few other things happening on HBO Max coming up. Is there anything that you're looking forward to in the next few months? Because I have a few. You know, there's a big monster fight coming up. I don't know if you've heard of it. Uh, Kong versus Godzilla. (gasps) Is that the one with the big monkey and the lizard? Yeah, (laughs) you know, it's it's kind of a big deal. Kind of huge, yeah? Yeah. Kind of King Kong huge. It's yeah, it's epic, man. It, it's going to be a big deal, and I, I'm really excited to see that. You know, I have my side. I'm rooting for Godzilla. Um, you know, he saved the world twice. He's playing. He's uh, fighting King Kong, who so far just killed Samuel Jackson um, on the island. So uh, we'll see what happens, man. It's uh, looks like uh, some pretty cool stuff. I just watched the final trailer today, and it's blows your mind. I've just realized that yeah. Samuel L. Jackson has gotten killed by like at least three big animals in movies. <laughs> you know, Velociraptors, a big shark, and now King Kong. Mm-hmm. Look at that. Nobody expected to hear that today. <laughs> You're welcome. And I, but Kong versus Godzilla is a massive one coming out at the end of this month. There's another big one I know Kevin's hyped for, I bet Jason's hyped for, that's coming out in April Mortal Kombat. Let's talk about Mortal Kombat because that I'm so like I I, I came up with my top three. If I was to pick any three movies to watch on HBO Max this year, which ones would they be? Mortal Kombat was number one. I'm sorry. Godzilla versus Kong looks amazing, but it kind of didn't make my list. Uh, Rated rated R Mortal Kombat. Rated R Mortal Kombat. uh, Rated R Suicide Squad. Yes. And then for the um, musical Hamilton Geek and Me in the Heights. Those are my oh, three. Lin Manuel Miranda. Oh boy! Um, but yeah. Um, the uh, yeah, man, Mortal Kombat. That's where it's at. I, I can't wait to see the fatalities. Like actually see the fatalities come to life. Uh, I hope they don't mess those up. I'm super super excited for Mortal Kombat. Right. And did, yes. is there anything you're looking forward to, or, does it, or did that pretty much sum it up with Mortal Kombat and Godzilla? Mortal Kombat and Godzilla are the big ones for me. You know, like mm-hmm. uh, just. 
in Mortal Kombat, like like Kevin said, I hope there's not like like they better not butcher Sub Zero's fatality. There better be a spine rip in there somewhere, right. you know? Like there has to be. And I mean, I'd, I'd be happy if they didn't give him the spine rip, but they gave him the freeze and shatter, you know, as long as it's a classic Sub-Zero fatality. But I kind of feel like you're doing a rated R Mortal Kombat. There better damn well be a spine rip. And we know, we already know we're getting the heart rip because they show mm -hmm. it in the, the Red Band trailer, you know? Yeah. Absolutely. Now, we got a few other, there are a few other movies coming out on HBO Max. Let me just run through those real quick. The, the highlights, I'm not going to go through like every single one. <laughs> Just the ones that are jumping out at me. And, of course, one that we've seen a lot of uh, hype for in the last few weeks has been Space Jam, a new legacy. With well, I'm hyped yeah. for that. Yeah, oh, I'm actually I very curious about Space it. Jam. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, I mean, I'm like, pissed about the whole Pepe Le Pew thing, but that's a different podcast, you know? That's a different podcast, yeah. Mm -hmm. and this, the Suicide Squad, like Kevin mentioned, yeah. Suicide Squad, you know that's going to be good. Um, you have John Cena in there. You have James Gunn. You know, yeah, Margot Robbie. Because, yeah, you have this. It's going to be. I think it'll be a good, a good movie. Um, let's see. We have Dune is finally going to come out. So all those toys yep. about Clarence, you know, people <laughs> will be like, "Hey, I finally have a." <laughs> I finally came out. Oh, but th that's slated for October first, which is a darn shame because come on, you know, we could have got that before. Um, and then something that's not HBO Max, but I have to talk about it because this week is um, Falcon and the Winter Soldier coming to yes. Disney Plus this Friday. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I can't wait. Uh, now, we've seen some trailers, and we know, of course, Baron Zemo is coming back. Mm -hmm. uh, but he's coming back with a mask. Like, he looks purple like Zemo from the comics. Oh, nice. And that's how he should look, with that purple lined mask. Yep. He was always one of my favorite Cap villains. I liked him more than Red Skull. You shouldn't um, be saying, hey, that's the guy from... Uh Glorious Bastards, you know, the nation's <laughs> pride or whatever. Right, yeah. You, you, you should know it's Zemo just by looking at him. Mm -hmm. um, and, I mean, Zemo's a pretty big character when you think about it. Um, if anybody read, you know, Marvel in the 90s and, you know, 2000s, Thunderbolts came out. And Thunderbolts was the massive swerve that hit the comic industry when you had this group of, like, generic-looking heroes. And then at the end of the first issue, it was revealed it was actually Baron Zemo and the Masters of Evil. Um, infiltrating you know the world gaining the avengers trust as heroes so so cool to see zemo in there uh, but he's not the only one because there's a, there's a new captain america and it's from what we've seen so far it's not falcon and it's not buggy mm -hmm. it's the freaking u.s agent yes. john walker um and i mean if you're a comic fan you're like yeah because we, we grew up with him with a black white and red suit mm -hmm. you know and he looked pretty cool but he looks kind of like a jerk in this one, of course, you know, because he's kind of supposed to be, you know, government's Captain America. Um, like a douchey Captain America. Mm -hmm, like a douchey <laughs> Captain America. And we know that the um, Flag Smasher will be a part of it. I actually heard Flag Smashers, so we might be yeah. seeing more, more than one of that character. Um, yeah. I, don't, I mean, it's not going to be like WandaVision, because, you know, WandaVision was a totally different thing. Um, this is going to take i think like more what we saw in civil war and stuff mm -hmm. like that and run it with the captain america mythos it's gonna be um, winter vision <laughs> vision's already white so yeah he's ready for the winter yeah. <laughs> so yeah. any hopes any any uh anything you guys are hoping for seeing out of the series no i just want to see some cool action and i want to you know see the 
well, how they figure out the true legacy of the shield and how that's all going to work. And I'm hoping it's as, <clears throat> obviously it's not going to be any, like, I, I really, I loved WandaVision. I thought it was truly unique and like one of a kind and just like, obviously the show's not going to be that. So I, it's going to be hard to, you can't compare it. But I hope it, it brings us, you know, something different to the table and something, you know, to keep us watching from week to week, which I'm pretty sure it will. Yeah. You know, yeah, it's, it's kind of has the feel of like a buddy cop, like a lethal weapon almost, where they, mm -hmm. love, where they like each other, but they kind of don't. And they're just trying to uh, figure out, you know, what Zemo's doing. And hopefully may, maybe they even have to take down U.S. agent. Who knows? But uh, just looking forward to the whole, uh, the whole plot and to see you know, who ends up with the shield. It could be, in my opinion, it could be either or it could be both. You could have the, uh, you know, gold, uh, silver arm Captain America, uh, Bucky, or you could have uh, Falcon, or you could have both of them. Yeah, and we've seen both of them in comics, right? And they both have done really great in comics. Uh, personally, I think the Falcon one looks better just because he, he looks so cool with his, you know, wings and the cap suit, but he's still, you know, he's still Sam Wilson. Um yeah, I, I I have I have high hopes. You know, Wandavision. I've said it plenty of times. I didn't have high hopes going into it because it's a show about one. You know, Wanda Maximoff and Vision, which I could really care less about in you know Age of Ultron. I thought they were kind of throwaway characters, um, and they made you care for them. So this is taking people like I already like the Falcon. You know, I already like Bucky. Mm -hmm. So let's let's see where they take us and uh that's another one that kevin's gonna have to stay up and just watch at midnight and give us a review <laughs> by three in the morning right i'll get I it i hope they give just go live and do it uh, i hope they give falcon his red and white suit like in there at the some classic. point like yeah i remember the, the classic early 80s 70s let's and also i know it's actual a falcon too because he always had i know it's wings. a stretch i know it's a far stretch but i'd love to see the porcupine in there <laughs> Big part of a uh, Captain America mythos, porcupine, and honestly for me would be Serpent Society, um, because we got Crossbow, cool. you know, which was really cool to see. But Serpent Society was always, you know, such a like cap mate, you know, cap centered villain group, uh, and they're you know Blackadder, Cottonmouth, and Diamondback, and all those. So give us Diamondback and put like Amber Heard as Diamondback. I don't think Amber Heard's getting any jobs <laughs> after the stuff going on right now, so. Um, She's good at stabbing things, so Diamondback stabs things, you know? What? I heard. I mean. <laughs> so we will be looking for that Friday uh, as yep. it's up from Disney+. Plus. Um, as you're watching, drop in with your comments. That's how you're entered to win a Pastrami Nation combo. We have one more thing to talk about, one more topic. Uh, but just drop a comment. Let us know, uh, you know, what you're excited for. Are you waiting for that Justice League Snyder cut? Are you waiting for... Uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, and then this week also Mayans came back. So if you're a fan of Mayans uh, MC, yes. that actually just came back this week. And if you're not a fan of it, you're missing out because it's a fantastic series. Um, and also, like I, I threw out in our Pastrami Asian group before, um, there's also a bunch of Nash Bridges reruns for those of you that yes. are interested in that. They're good. Every day. Mm -hmm. Every day. It's on H and I. Every day. You can watch Nash <laughs> Bridges all you want. Um, but let's talk about, so right now, COVID, COVID's still here, but in California, a lot of the, a lot of our counties have reached red tier reopenings. So by that, we movie theaters are now able to open it to a certain degree. Uh, museums are able to open, theme parks and uh, baseball park, you know, baseball stadiums and you know, sporting events are all able to open at 
certain capacities. What are you most excited for when it comes to red tier reopening? I know Kevin's not out here in this state, but I know he gets the gist of it too because he's living in these COVID times. Yeah, um, going to the movies again, man. Like that's my. I mean, it's something little, but I, that's the first thing I'm going to do when I can. Hey, opening night premieres were always a big thing, you know. Mm-hmm. Absolutely massive. Yeah, I'd like to. Uh... Yeah, also movie theaters, but restaurants. I mean, uh, you know, yes. our, 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 uh, I haven't been able to sit down at a restaurant. I can't remember when. Um, haven't eaten outside there either. So it's like uh, I have my favorite restaurant. So I want to take my wife, my kid. I owe my kids like five dinners last <laughs> year. Um, got to get some bottomless steak fries. Get some all kinds of. Uh, oh, I know what you're thinking. Catching up to do. Oh yeah. <laughs> Just take them yeah. to a buffet and you can knock out all five meals at once. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. <laughs> That's a good point, though, because, you know, we haven't been able to sit inside restaurants. And actually, this week, for the first time, uh, me and my fiance, we went to go eat at a restaurant for breakfast. We actually sat inside. And it was Molly's in Victorville, which is, you know, good mom and pop kind of, you know, restaurant. But it, it, it felt so weird because, you know, it used to be you eat in the car or you eat outside if it's not too cold. Um mm-hmm. So now, like, I saw Apollo was open. Jason and I passed by the other day. You know, and Apollo had people sitting in there um, enjoying their food. So such a small little thing, but really big when it was taken away from you from, for right now, pretty much a year. Mm-hmm. I've been eating in restaurants for a while now. They just didn't know I was in there. <laughs> <laughs> You're that weirdo that's sitting in the back table. It was good. And yeah, movie theaters is my number one um, because honestly, you know, Disneyland's opening up in April, uh, but everybody, everybody's going to want to go to Disneyland. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to want to go when it's so, you know, jam packed and um, it's just, you know, COVID aside, it's not even a, enjoyable when you're, you know, no. it's like Star Wars lands is reopening again. Um, so I'm not super excited for that part yet, but I'm excited for all the little things like you guys had mentioned. You know, going to a restaurant, going to a movie theater, getting that, you know, popcorn, soda, nacho, the little things in life, you know. And let us know what you're looking forward to if you're watching this. Red Tier Reopenings, have you already done something? What was it? Or are you looking forward to doing something? Are you looking forward to a certain movie? Um, Because we do know Godzilla vs. Kong is hitting theaters. Um, Mortal Kombat will hit theaters, you know. I really wish the Mm -hmm. Snyder Cut did. But it's not. It's only HBO Max. Well, supposedly it's supposed to be. They're, they they have plans for IMAX as soon as all of them open. Ah. Like Zack Snyder's pushing to get an IMAX release for at least as like a special event or something. So because I mean because he shot it in that ratio, you know what oh, I mean. So it's wow. so like the the bars you see on the trailer are what is the actual movie. Maybe condensed down, but he shot it for that reason, so they can show it in like IMAX and things like that. So, oh, if they if they do release that in IMAX theaters, I will absolutely see it that way too. Yeah, if it doesn't suck, I doubt it's gonna <laughs> suck. I think it'll be great. Um, but let us know what you are looking forward to. Red tier reopenings. Looks like we're finally seeing light at the end of the tunnel with this whole you know pandemic nonsense. And I want to thank everybody who. If you've been out there, you've been wearing your mask, you've been keeping safe from everybody, thank you. You know, we all appreciate it. And if you haven't been wearing your mask and you feel like you're special, you're just a douchebag. Well, like that asshole I saw at Target with his whole family. They decided they weren't going to wear masks. It's like, thanks, douche. 
But let's focus on the people that do. Thank you. It's, you know, I know it's inconvenience. You know, um, I'm lucky enough that I get to work from home. You know, Jason works with the general public, so he wears his mask every day, you know, full time. Uh, I know, you know, Kevin, when he goes to the office, he probably has to, you got to wear the mm -hmm. mask. You know, I know, oh, yeah. I know Daniel, you know, goes to work all the time. So thank you to everybody who's been doing it, because I think that's why we're able to see these red tier reopenings. Um, yeah, we're, we're, if we can wear them on an eight, 10 hour shift in a warehouse, uh, then they can wear them at like whatever little mall job they have, you know, yep. for four hours. Um, yep. Yeah, since we're just real quick, um, I know this is kind of, we were just talking about the Snyder Cut, and I'd like yeah. to kind of um, um, uh, uh, talk about something just a little bit about the Snyder Cut. Um, yeah. So there's this book out, um, which I think a lot of the, a lot of our fans and people watching this would probably really enjoy. Um, it's, a, it's called Release the Snyder Cut, and it's from a okay. film journalist named uh, Sean O'Connell. Uh, he actually, he's actually part of this other podcast that I listen to called Real Blend. But he wrote this book. He's been following the Snyder. You know, he started writing the book before the movie actually became a thing. So he was pushing to get it made before that. Oh, so wow. he started writing the book, and then the movie was announced officially. So he's got interviews in there with Zack Snyder, with with all these people. Um, I just started reading it. I'm waiting for my physical copy to come in because it's on back order and on Amazon. Um, but I think y'all should check it out. It's a really good book. It's if, if you're interested in the story of the Snyder Cut and how it came to be and what happened with Justice League and fell apart and everything, um, highly recommend checking it out. So it's called Release the Snyder Cut by Sean O'Connell. You can get it on Amazon. Uh, you can probably get it at like Barnes and Noble and stuff too. Um, but I just wanted to talk. I just wanted to bring that up real quick because it's an incredible book. Uh, the, if you don't know the story behind the Snyder Cut, it's uh, you know, like uh, Daniel was saying, like it's it's a tr tragic story. You know what happened. Oh, absolutely. Um, so this book goes all the way from the very beginning of making of Justice League to where we're at now. So definitely check it out. Just wanted to Thank talk you, about Kevin. that a little that's, bit. Yeah. No, that sounds that sounds great, and it has been quite the journey from you know when when Snyder exited. And, mm -hmm. um, yeah. And we then came in, um, and you're right. It's absolutely tragic, and it. It's so amazing to see that this is actually happening because, uh, you know, we always saw that, you know, throughout social media. We saw that, yeah. you know, hashtag release the Snyder Cut. Um, and, you know, it's, it's the power of, you know, people and the social media. So absolutely. Thank you for sharing yeah, that. Um, absolutely. And, and if, you, if you do get your physical copy and you ever want to do a review of that, please share it yeah, with for us. Sure. We'd love to know your thoughts on it. Um, well, that's fantastic. Thank you. For sure. All yeah. right. So, um, again, leave your comments. Um, be entered to win a Stromination combo meal from Apollo Burger. Um, mm. We are at the end of our topics for today, but I do want to, once again, ask everybody to visit waltergsolman.com and thank our guest, uh, Walter G. Esselman, for joining us and talking about his book. Congratulations again on your winter. Yes, that is awesome. Um, and we look forward to Kevin getting a hold of your book uh, so he can go crazy. Yes, I can't wait. I'm really excited. <laughs> it sounds really cool. And I want to, um, of course, remind everybody, visit pastraminationcom for news, reviews, and more. We're on social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Um, we're on YouTube. We're on Pinterest. Um, if you're listening to this podcast, we're on SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcast, and just added this week, iHeartRadio. Yeah. So, um, actually, if you go to pastramination.com and you look on the right-hand side, you'll see a little widget 
that has iHeartRadio right there with the Strawmy Nation preloaded for you. Aren't that you? is awesome. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> uh, and I want to thank everybody who's on here today. Thank you for your hard work, as always. Um, thank you for joining oh, yeah. uh, me today because this is always a blast. And, it is. Um, we will see you in two weeks for our next episode. So thank you all. Signing off is Nolan Smith of the Trommy Nation. We are the meat of pop culture. Oh, yes. Yeah.